Hello everyone, this is Pam Ostrowski and I wanted to talk to you today about a few things. This is episode 36 of Power Hour with Pam or uh, questions and answers for real estate marketing uh, coaching. So um, how, whatever you have as questions, this is the place to bring them. If you can't stay for some reason, please write your comments and questions down below. So I want to kick off with some information that I learned from the Infusionsoft user conference that I went to a couple weeks ago, and the reason why I, I don't uh, wasn't able to, to attend or, or participate in this a couple weeks ago. And basically, we had some wonderful keynote speakers and some amazing workshop leaders. So the first one, I don't know how many of you folks uh, um, are, um, <laughs> are uh, Marcus Lamonis fans of The Prophet, but he was there, and um, he actually talked about um, some interesting things. So he started off saying, you guys know me as being the coach that um, really, you know, goes in and, and gives some hard love, difficult love to, uh, to folks in, in business who need to, in order to be profitable, be successful. So, um, you know, the, the key thing here is that instead of saying, these are the five things you need to do to improve your business, he said, I want to tell you something about myself because you guys have an image from the TV show, The Profit, uh, which is an excellent show, by the way, if, you've, if you haven't seen it, P-R-O-F-I-T. Um, you can um, be able to, to uh, watch that show and then learn about him. However, what you learn about him is very different than who he is and what his background was. And so he shares the story um, about his uh, childhood, um, you know, having eating disorders, all sorts of um, uh, things that are very humanizing, right? He's not perfect. And when you watch him on the show, you think this man is a billionaire, he's smart, he tells other people what to do, he invests intelligently. You just kind of put him on that pedestal, right? Well, the difference, the thing that his whole point was, it was that I'm human. He said, so how do you feel about me now? Based before, um, you know, you, when, before when you were listening to me, you, you put me up here and, and had a viewpoint of who I am. And now you know I'm human. And he said, the difference is that people do business with people. And, and we've all heard that, especially in real estate. You hear that a lot. And his whole point was, if you read most real estate marketing, or in, in this case, he used examples of, of other industries, but if you use, uh, you know, uh, real estate consultant as your title, if you say, um, you know, I must see, uh, I, I know you'll love this home, uh, any of those presumptuous types of things, or you talk in, in um, you know, a, a less than friendly tone, so it's, it's more um, formal, right? And you've heard me say, you want to write like you speak. This is why. Because when you speak to somebody, you speak very differently than how you write. And I think part of that is the uncomfortableness of writing. And that's the reason why if you look um, on the Power Words, Power Profit site, you go into the library and you, you go to the module that says uh, Marketing to Millennials, the Facebook posts and emails that I have written for you, you don't have to write anything, just copy and paste, show of hands and little thumbs ups, how many people can copy and paste, um, that you can uh, just copy and paste it and the language is very different because on the marketing to seniors 
Facebook posts and emails, those are more formal, more reassuring actually. They're not more formal, they're more reassuring. So you have to think about who your target markets are. If you have an SRES uh, acronym, <laughs> gotta love the acronym. Um, if, you, if you're working with seniors, elderly, those going through transitions, whether it's downsizing uh, to a smaller home or downsizing to assisted living, you have to reassure an older group of people that this that, that you're going to help them understand the facts and figures. You're going to have to help them figure out, you're going to walk with them step by step. So there's a reassuring language. Whereas with millennials, it's it's a, a more informal, hey, let's, let's get together, let's do this, um, let's make this happen. So his whole point was our language, our words, and in my case, my terminology, power words that work today have to be genuine. They have to be friendly. They have to be. Now, don't take that over the top. I've seen people start abbreviating words in their emails. You still have to be professional. So saying perf instead of perfect uh, in an email is, is not appropriate. Okay, so there's, <laughs> let's not take this over the top. Okay. Um, but you can be a little bit more informal. Um, I would not suggest starting out an email to a senior with, hey, Joe, what's up? Hope you're doing well, and, and saying it that way, it, you know, because again, that market is different. Um, I wouldn't, I, I personally never use the word hey unless I've spent some time going back and forth with someone's email because I think it's um, awkward to be doing that with someone I don't know. So again, Marcus Limonis, um, it, was, it was fantastic to listen to him speak. He's very uh, excellent uh, and eloquent speaker. Um, but his whole thing was be human. Be human in your business if you really want it to grow. If you don't, people are going to be walking away. So that's a scary thing, right? Now, next, I um, well, not next, but, but the other person that I was most impressed with was Donald Miller, if you Google him. He is the CEO of StoryBrand. So there's a link here, guys. <laughs> StoryBrand uh, is all about how do you get your website to reflect uh, your personality and um, how you communicate. So this is, this is uh, <laughs> my phone wasn't set for the lighting and they turned the lighting down so we could see the, the slides, but this is Donald Miller. And I'll hold this up closely so this doesn't look awkward or weird. Those are bowling balls uh, right here. <laughs> and the gentleman uh, cartoon character is holding these bowling balls, right? And the, the story behind that was that he said, you know, most of our marketing, whether it's a Facebook post, whether it's your website, an email, is handing too many bowling balls. And, and I actually went through my emails that I send to you uh, every week about, you know, tips and information about, <laughs> glad you like your website, Kelly. Um, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, so, you know, when you talk about how many things you give somebody to hold. So as an example, um, you know, uh, Kelly, I'll give you an example since you're the last person who weighed in. Um, if I say, okay, Kelly, uh, I want you to, and this is in an email, uh, be sure that you check out the top five video tips that are available on PowerWords Power Profit. Uh, you can log in right here. Here's your login information. So there's one bowling ball. Check out these tips. Log in here. And then, oh, by the way, um, you know, be sure to check out the tutorials because there's more tutorials about other stuff. So now I'm, I'm trying to hold three different balls at the same time. We frequently 
feel that if we can cram more information, and we'll talk about this in the five tips that we're going to cover today about, you can do them in 60 seconds, but um, you've got to keep your messaging very simple. And that's Donald Miller's whole um, philosophy is that we cram, we give our audience too much information to hold and then tell them to take action on it. So not only um, do you, you want to um, have them click to learn more about this listing but, and, and talk and text, so there's two bowling balls, right? But then you head off in a direction of, oh, and I'm doing an open house, and uh, here's a bunch of details about the house, and here's the time, and here's the address. It's too much. You'd be better off doing three different Facebook posts, you know, one after another, um, than to cram it all into one. And that's true of emails as well. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. There's, there's a lot of material out there about how to have a conversation. Um, the nice thing is with Power Words, Power Profit, you don't have to read a book. You can just copy and paste the content and you don't have to do anything except close the deal. Um, so, the, so in some of the examples that he talks about, he's got you know an image here on the Facebook page and then he's got just very simple page. And then another diagram here, I'll get it closer for you, and then uh, three blocks of information. And then this one's actually a little busy because of the background, but it's got three different blocks of information and a call to action. Um, and so if you're looking at your website and it's a search engine, so it's, a, it's actually a web page, not a website, um, then you've got problems because you're, you're taking somebody from... Uh, a, a situation where you know they were reading something on Facebook and you're saying here's my search page and uh, you know the, the problem with that is is that there's there's no introduction that would be an awkward thing for you to do in person so it's an even more awkward thing to do online so you want to make sure that your your WordPress site you yeah, gotta have a WordPress site uh, that's the bottom line the reason why I say that is because Google only indexes WordPress sites so why is that important? Because you want to be found locally. And so if you can't be found locally, because, you know, you being found, you know, Kelly's in Washington, uh, in Seattle, um, me finding her from Phoenix is probably not really helpful because, you know, I'm not moving there. So she might move here, though. <laughs> um, so the idea would be that you want to be found locally, and if you don't have a WordPress site and Google can't index you, saying wherever geography you are, uh, you know, Seattle home, Seattle happening, Seattle community, you know, uh, Seattle neighborhoods. Google can find all those things and say, this website's about Seattle. So next time somebody says something about Seattle, let's point them here. So that's why WordPress is so important. Somebody asked me this question earlier this week, so I'm answering it here. Um, <laughs> so, so, but, it, but as part of that, it has to be simple. So Kelly, even your site, um, because of the template, is a little busy. But the good news is, is above the fold. Above the fold. So when we talk about above the fold, this is what that means. So, um, and it depends on your device, right? But on a laptop, this would be above the fold. You know, so it's that first hero image is what technically it's called. Uh, that first image, and then how do I navigate? Is is the most important thing to keep simple and direct. So what you want to tell the person, and I wrote this in the Facebook post that I sent out, when was it, April 27th, it says, keep your website message simple. 
you got to put your offer in, which in most of your cases is let's explore your real estate options together um, and your, or you know whatever real estate services, however you want to position that. Um, how you make my life as a reader better. That's missing from almost everybody's websites, by the way. So mine is save time, money, and frustration. Uh, and that's why you use a marketing library. Um, so how do you make someone, you take the stress out of it. Now, you can have that in your tagline. Um, you know, so, so I think Kelly's is helping you navigate the Seattle real estate scene. Uh, and so I immediately know, okay, Kelly's going to help me navigate. So that helps me navigate. That's a really good word. It helps me figure out where to go and what to do. So um, it might be me, but um, to answer your question, uh, Misty asked, <laughs> I forget I'm on video and I'm, I'm talking to the comments. Um, someone said that the video feed keeps freezing. Um, it's not showing slow on my side and I'm not getting any messages, so I'm not sure if, whose side it's on. I apologize. Um, and then, so how does, how, do you, how does it make my life better? And then how do I buy? How do I engage with you? So you'll notice if you look at your website, a lot of times it'll say just your phone number. That's, that doesn't tell me how to engage with you. It's just you know a 10-digit number. So what you want to do is make sure that you have talk or, or text or call me at in front of your phone number. And this goes back to, and I'll talk about this, is this number five, I'll let the cat out of the bag, uh, your Facebook cover. One of the things that I've noticed on Facebook covers, even the ones that I've created, because I, I can't tell, I don't want it to be too busy, um, we don't have phone numbers on there. We don't have a way to reach you, and so we're going to go back and fix all those. Uh, um, <laughs> this, is, this is news to the people on the line. Um, but uh, we need to make sure that it says, you know, let's talk about your real estate options, let's explore real estate together, let's navigate the real estate scene, and then talk or text. Uh, and Kelly, I think yours is fine, but I think there's a few other people who, who might need a little help with that. So, um, but the same is true with your website, right? So one of the things I get pushback on, and less so now as you guys are learning what's working today, all right? So if you're going to workshops and you're reading books that are more than a year old about marketing, um, be careful <laughs> what you're reading about because the bottom line is over the course of the last 12 to 24 months, marketing has changed tremendously because the age group is changing as to who's in real estate and so your content needs to be different. And even with Power Words, Power Profit, just so you guys know what you've bought into, if you're a member, this stuff's going to change. So I'm going to take stuff off and put new stuff on as I learn things and hear things about what's working. Because I'm basically, um, you're, you're clearing house for information. So you don't have to go read. You don't have to go to conferences. I'm going to go do all that for you. Write the stuff and then it'll be in the Power Words, Power Profit library waiting for you to copy and paste. So um, the whole idea here is, is that you, you want to tell a story, you want to keep it simple. So again, the offer, what are you offering? Um, you know, what, how does it make my life better? So whether it reduces stress, helps me navigate, um, you know, somehow makes my life better. And then how do I buy? How do I contact you? That all has to be above the fold. And it should just be a phone number. You have to tell people with action words what, what to do. Call, email me at learn more about me and the real estate market at www.website.com. Those are calls to action. 
your and I I always look at these phone numbers like this one. See, that's uh, this is 1990s marketing. If you want to turn off anybody under the age of 42, which is 61% of buyers, do this on your business card. And poor girl, maybe I should call her and tell her I'm doing this. Um, but but in any case, don't ever, ever, ever just put your phone number on anything. I don't care if it's your email signature, your, your, um, your Facebook cover, your website. It's always got to have that call to action. So let's talk about the magic five. So I promised you in this session that we would talk about five things that you could do in 60 minutes in order to increase your leads. So you ready? Because you're going to write these down. Um, I can probably put them in the notes as well when I, when I get off the Facebook Live session. But um, they're important, and most of you haven't done them just based on the first one where I get emails from you. So the first one is email signature. So you can change your email signature um, in a heartbeat. And if you're using Gmail, you go up to the settings, um, the, the gear, and click on that. Select settings, scroll down to email signature, and change it. Now, you know how to do this because most of you have some sort of an email signature. What we're trying to do is fix the current email signature. So here I am, I'm a consumer, you're um, you know, a lead potentially, and you're going to send me an email. This may be our first interaction. So whatever you do, be really careful about using an automated service, which I know some of you use. If your email signature on that automated service does not impress someone, especially a seller lead, you're in trouble already. And here's why. You may wonder, well, why didn't that seller lead engage? They were, you know, they, they sent me a message wanting a free home valuation. Uh, why did they, they must have, that must have been all they wanted. No, they probably read the follow-up email and went, this person can't market our home. Their email looks like everybody else's email. So when I say increase leads, I'm also talking about increasing conversions. So I will show you some examples. I know it's backwards. I apologize for that. Um, but you're going to get the idea. So the, the worst version is this, which says Jane Smith. So if you're just signing, and, and this is true. I'm looking at my phone, so I can't hold one up. Um, if, if you, even on your email signature, you have an email signature on your settings on your phone, put something there. Put, basically, what I would do is put my name, my first name, and then my tagline. Uh, because they're already on your phone, uh, they'll probably know how to reach you, but you could also put text or call me at. Because if they're reading an email on, your, on their phone, they're more likely to make, take that hyperlink, which should be a hyperlink, um, and, and hit it. And, it'll, and then, um, in, at least in, in Android, it'll pop up and say, do you want to do an email to this person? Do you want to do a text message to this phone number? Or do you want to call this person? So it gives you options. These smartphones actually are really smart. So that means your signature needs to be really smart. You guys agree? Does this make sense? You know, so, so the first thing is change your email signature both on your phone uh, and on, um, on your signature uh, for when you send text messages or emails uh, through your phone. I want to make because usually it says sent by Verizon or whatever. You can delete that. You don't have to put that your phone is actually the one where this message comes from. Okay, so rather than nothing at all, which is this one, there's this is better. There's more information here, um, which is good, except there's an awful lot of information that's not needed. So it says Jane Smith, and then it gives her title. 
I don't know if I want to talk to Jane yet. I don't really need her title. What I need is a tagline. What I need to know is why. What does Jane do? So if it's, you know, helping you navigate Seattle real estate, if it's providing the facts and figures in Sarasota, Florida, um, you know, whatever it is, you've got to have your tagline as your new last name. They're going to know you're a realtor when they see the brokerage logo. No big mystery there. Uh, then it says commercial and residential realtor, residential rentals and commercial leases. Again, I don't care about any of that stuff because I don't know who this person is, potentially. And if I do, that's not going to impress me. That's not going to get me to take action. So then we have right here, my favorite list of things. Uh, it says fax and sell uh, and then fax number. I'm not quite sure what the difference is, but there's a fax, a cell number, and a fax number. Um, hmm, interesting. So uh, what we need to do with that is, one, remove all the fax information. First of all, uh, the only time I'm going to need to fax you anything is if we decide to work together. You, I'm going to have your business card by then. And I'm going to, I don't want your business card to have a, face, uh, a fax number on it either. If I need your fax number, which God forbid if somebody actually uses one anymore, um, then, then I'm going to ask you for it, and it's, it's a text message. You know, if you need me to fax something, give me your, get, text it to me. Text me the number. You do not need to waste real estate on, paper real estate, uh, on a fax number. That's a waste of space, and it signals 1990s coming. So can you guys do me a favor and do some commenting? Um, I just want to make sure everybody's still uh, there and that I'm not talking to myself. <laughs> um, so the the uh, other thing she lists here is, uh, um, you know, real estate, her, her website, way down here, right? Well, by the time I get down through all her things that she does, her fax numbers, I'm never going to get to this. I'm never going to get beyond this, to be honest with you. So think about your email signature and look at it and, and, and decide, is it too long? Most likely it is. Is it readable? So most people, 60% of people access information, thank you. 60% um, <laughs> of people uh, use um, the information, exactly, a call to action. So they use that information on their phone. So um, the challenge is if all you're doing is spitting out a phone number, then, you know, what do you want me to do with that? Is that your office number? I don't want to talk to a person. I don't want to talk to an admin assistant. I do not want to make an appointment. I want to text you. So you have to give them permission. In other words, tell them, text or call me. So those are calls to action. The three, so I'm going to show you or talk to you about, you know, things that you should do. But then another one is, this one starts out with, this is right after the, the actual email. It says, download my V card, click here. Well, most people don't even know what a V-card is. Why would I do that? I don't even know who you are yet, and you want me to download your personal contact card? You know, it's actually a virtual business card. Why would I do that? Right. <laughs> Thanks, Beth. Um, so why would I do that? Think about the fact. I mean, go back to Marcus Lemonis. People do business with people. Here you are shoving, hey, this is what I do, and, and here's a bunch of numbers, and here's a website. But you're not telling me what to do with those things, so you're wasting space, and you look like you started real estate in the 90s and you never left that decade. We don't want that for you. That's why we want power agents. Power agents use power words and calls to action. So uh, this one, 
uh, has a ton of links because somehow we think if we link to everything, people are going to click on it. Nope. You haven't given me a reason yet, which means that email you're sending me better be amazing. It better be talking about me because I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm serious. When you talk to your consumer, talk to them about their needs, their pain points. That's what StoryBrand is all about. Um, Donald Miller talks about, you know, how are you going to help them? What's in it for them? And so it's not about you. Even on your about page, it's about what clients think about you and how, um, you know, stories about how you've helped clients in different scenarios. It is not, I, you know, have been in real estate for 10 years and I have a negotiation uh, certification as well as a um, seniors um, uh, certification. Don't care. Now, you, I want to hear stories, okay? So, so that's even important on Facebook. So there's these tons of these links, and they're the usual links. So there's an office number. Um, there's a sell your home link. There's a new build home search. Uh, click here for my phone app. Why would I want that? Uh, and Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So again, I'm not going to connect with you, first of all, because you're a stranger. Secondly, it's just a waste of space. And then there's Google Voices on here. Well, I don't care what what type of number you're giving me. Tell me what you want me to do with it. I don't know what a Google Voice number is. I don't. Mobile and Office make no sense to me. So we have to modify everybody's email signature. So this is something you can do in in five minutes. You guys, I know you. You're probably already in there. Sorry, messing with it. So um, those are things you don't want to do now. Um, here's a scary one, um, only because there's just so much information. So let me make sure um, that there's nothing on here that identifies the person because it's so big. Okay, there you go. That's an email signature. And I've changed it up to have my favorite Jane Smith picture. And then it says, you know, helping you on your real estate journey. There's your tagline. And then her information. But all I have is the phone number and then a license number and then something about their brokerage, uh, when they're available, and then start your new home search here, view testimonials from past clients, apply for a mortgage, thinking of, how, think of those, each one of those, this is bowling ball number one, bowling ball number two, bowling ball number three, pretty soon if those bowling balls, even if they're weighing five pounds each, my arms are killing me while I'm trying to figure out, you know, ask for my discounted commission, check out your neighborhood, uh, or where you'd like to live, and then there's like and follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. Oh, and at the very bottom, um, it says, uh, you know, would you like to join the brokerage? That's a lot of bowling balls, I'm just saying. So, the, the most your email signature should really have is if you know one you can include a picture you do not have to include a picture on your email signature you can put it on the back of a promo sheet so if you're talking about top five tips for um, homeowners looking to um, sell their home um, <clears throat> and you can put it at the end of the flyer not at the beginning do never brand yourself at the top of something you're going to send to someone the reason is is that they will eliminate you immediately because they figure it's a solicitation, and nine times out of ten, they're right. So we want to be able to help people by starting with helping them. So if you think about it, if somebody has a flat tire, okay, they're by the road, you pull up and say, you know, oh my gosh, you have a flat tire. Yes, I do. 
Well, let me tell you where I just was. I was down the street at the grocery store, and this guy was talking to me. And the guy with a woman with the flat tire is going, you stopped. And notice I had a flat tire, and now we're talking about something totally different. So that's what happens when you send an email or a flyer. You, I call them promo sheets because flyers are what you put out when you lose your dog or your cat. You say, lost puppy, and you get this adorable little picture. That's a flyer. A promotional sheet or a tips sheet are either promoting a home that's for sale, promoting you, or, prom or the tip sheet is tips to, you know, helpful things that you can uh, mail out to your buyers and sellers. All these things are on power in the power library. So if you're going to use a picture, Kelly, don't shoot me, but I love these pictures of Kelly. Um, so if you're going to use a picture, show yourself doing something that's related to your career. So here she is holding keys. Here she is giving someone keys. And here she is working intently with this gentleman to help him out because he's obviously confused. Look at that face. He's looking confused. There he is, wicked happy, to use a New England term, um, you know, because he's sold. So you do the thumbs up sign, right? And, and it's that kind of image. If you have photos and they're all headshots, um, please change them. That will take no time at all. All you have to do is take your, take your camera and grab your neighbor, uh, you know, your kid, your husband, your spouse, whatever, and take a picture and, or, or, or have your, you know, your teenager hold the camera and both of you sit at the kitchen table and look like that. That's all you have to do. Anything's better than just seeing this. Okay, so that's five minutes. It won't take you very long. Email signatures shouldn't take you very long. Um, <laughs> yes, Kelly. Kelly has a, a really funny picture where she's rolling her eyes, and I said, oh, we can use that one. Like, you know, is your house really worth that much? And then she has her eyes rolled. It's hysterical. So you can have fun with the pictures, right? So that's the whole idea is that you want to get multiple expressions. Um, you're going to see a Facebook post today uh, with me holding a sold sign that says, you know, yours could be next. And I'm pointing to it this way. I'm pointing to it this way. And the whole idea is to gesture to take somebody's eyes off my face and to my message. Okay, that's what our hands are for, is not to do this and not to do this and definitely not to do this. Okay, so, so that's another um, quick tip that you can do. Yes, it would be nice if you had professional photos. Honestly, cameras at 16 um, megapixels can do um, almost as good quality uh, unless you're doing you know, lighting stuff. And that'll be the key thing is lighting, of course. All right, so one and two, email signatures. Just take some quick photos of you doing something. Even, you know, I know that some of you have taken pictures of your uh, buyers and sellers. Um, just make sure that if you have lighting issues, that you get a little bit closer to them and then zoom in a little bit and then your camera actually has settings for that as well. Uh, but it's really important that you, you get photos that show you working because you just standing here with a headshot again says, I'm stuck in the 90s, my marketing is stuck in the 90s and um, I really can't help you much. You know, I'm like everybody else, okay? We don't want you to be like everybody else. So then um, we now get on to 
uh, the next section, which is, let's see, so we talked email signatures. Oh, I love this one. So action photos, yes. I call them working photos, but action photos, because, you know, John, we don't want you, you know, doing the $6 million man pose, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe we do. Uh, <laughs> all right, so the next thing is um, this. Uh, and I'm holding it up because I can't hold my phone up. Um, what, if, I, if you call yourself right now, what does your message say? Hey, Judy. <laughs> Judy was having computer problems this morning. So uh, everybody send out hearts to Judy in hopes that her computer uh, comes back to life. Um, so um, the, the idea here is, uh, and, and it's, it's critical, that you understand how this actually gets you increased leads. Because I think a lot of people go, oh, that, I don't need to do this. Really? So my first impression of you will be, what do you tell me to do? Well, how can I reach you? Right? Uh, <laughs> good, good. I'm proud of you, Kim. Um, I'm glad you went through that lesson. Um, this is actually in module two or three, I can't remember. Um, I, and, and it's about how I actually have an audio um, clip of what not to do and then a script for what to do. So you don't have to do any of this stuff on your own. It's already written for you again, module two or three. Um, and all you have to do is search for it. Just write phone, um, voice, or message uh, in the search title at the home page, and you'll find it. Yeah, I think it was two as well. Um, so what you want to do is if, so, so the way this gets you new leads and gets you better leads, qualifies your leads, and helps you make a good first impression is how you, how your information, how you give your information does not look like this, right? And that you don't write a paragraph on the back of your business card that's about you. So, um, <laughs> sorry, I, I just, it, it's beyond me. I, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, I'm sure somebody told this individual that was a good idea and she was just following suit. But now um, you want to tell people how to reach you, so that's going to make an impression. Um, your photo will be different, which is going to make an impression. Your voice message is the first time they're going to hear how you speak. So um, I was actually talking, Kirk I think is on, on uh, Kirk Brown and he's in Louisiana. And so we were working on his website, and I said, um, give me something that you would say in Cajun. And I put him on the spot, right? He actually has a Cajun dictionary on his website. And it is hysterical if you guys want to look at it. And so, um, you know, come on down, y'all, to the bayou. or you know, and, and so, you know, I've started writing y'all, uh, do dat, who dat. Yeah. <laughs> so, so those are fun colloquialisms. And, um, but you know, you want to be professional, so you mix and your so in your voicemail message, Kirk might say, you know, not you've reached Kirk Brown, but you know, hi y'all, uh, you know, this is, this is, you know, Kirk Brown and I'm, you know, probably out helping clients. So that's the other thing is you want to demonstrate that you're busy because I want to hire somebody who's successful. They don't want to hire somebody who actually answers the phone, right? Because if you're answering the phone, that means you're not working. Exactly, Captain Kirk. So Kirk has a has a a monocro a mono mono. I can't remember the word for it, um, but moniker. That's it. Uh, a moniker of Captain Kirk. So he could say, "Hi, y'all. Glad glad you call. This is Captain Kirk." 
and um, I'm probably out with clients right now, either helping someone find the home of their dreams or the home that, that, that beats their, their needs and wants, <coughs> excuse me, or um, I'm with sellers, uh, homeowners, helping them figure out the right way to um, promote their home uh, to sell and get the most for their, for, their, for their home so they can move on with their lives. <coughs> excuse me. So this is very similar to what we talked about with story brands, right? You're telling them, you're emphasizing how, what you do, first of all, and then how you're going to help them. That's what your voicemail message should say. Because, you know, even if your best friend calls, so I did this when, when I had business fitness coaching, um, I left, I had a message like, are you looking to increase? So I didn't even introduce myself till the end, which is a good idea, by the way. Um, I just said, hey, are you, you know, thanks for calling. Are you looking to increase your profitability? Are you looking to spend less time on your business and more time with family and friends? This is Pam Ostrowski, and if you answered yes to either one of those questions, we should probably talk because I know how to get you there. And leave a message, tell me about yourself, tell me how I can help you, and I'll get back to you as quickly as I can. So rather than saying, leave a message or you know what to do, which is, I know it's cutesy, but it's really irritating. And you do not want to do anything irritating on your voicemail message because guess what? Then they're not going to leave a voicemail message. So you want to be able to say, tell me how I can help. At the very least, your message should say that. How can I help you when I get back to you? So you can do some colloquialism, some local language, you know, if Lorraine's on the line. Um, you could say something like, um, you know, uh, you know, I'm wicked busy with my uh, clients right now, but I want to be wicked busy with you too. So let me know how I can help and uh, I will get right back to you as, as quickly as I can. So it's, it's, you can do that kind of thing uh, if you want. You don't have to, but the thing you do have to do is tell them how you're going to help them, right? So I'm with clients either, you know, with buyers, helping them find the home that meets their wants and needs, or with sell, homeowners looking uh, to sell their home and get the most for their investment. There's the value proposition. Tell me how you, I just told you how I can help two other people, types of people. Uh, tell me how I can help you and, you know, then you're done, right? So that's your third thing that you can do. Change up your, um, your voicemail message uh, on whatever mechanisms you have. So I have a message on this and I have a message on my mobile phone. Uh, I'm kind of cautious with it because I don't take phone calls. So um, that's a different topic. Um, all right, so next thing, and I want to give out to Lorraine because Lorraine executed on this. So everybody send applause and thumbs up to, uh, to Lorraine. Um, this one is easy. All you have to do is print. So I finally picked up one of these things. So I keep talking about them and then I forget to pick one up. This is uh, an, an acrylic photo holder. I got it at Walmart for $1.87, I think it was. And when you look at it, if I can get the light off of it so it doesn't reflect, it is completely seamless. In other words, whether you're going to a luxury home or a... Um, $200,000 home or $150,000 home, this doesn't say ugly brown frame or beautiful ornate gold frame. You could use that kind of frame, but most people, most homeowners don't want you imposing your taste, if you will, 
on uh, yeah Amazon. I gave you that Amazon link. You can get 12 of them for, I don't know, it's like 10 bucks or something like that, or $15, I guess, a little over a dollar. Um, so, um, Kim, I'll get to your question in just a minute. Um, so the idea here is, is this is elegant, it's not obnoxious, so almost every homeowner is going to be okay with you putting it, and then it just sits, right? So you put one in each room, and this one actually says something that I, uh, I, I added it because um, I saw a Facebook conversation with realtors talking about this, because they said, what's the difference between laminate floors, and we've talked about this before, laminate floors, engineered hardwood, and hardwood. And what are the advantages and disadvantages? So I wrote here, some homes have laminate and uh, real estate agents tend to struggle. It's easy to say, oh, like beautiful oak floors or hickory floors, but to say laminate, everybody kind of goes like this. You know, they want to hide from, from the lamination side of things. Well, here's the deal. I did some research so that if anybody, if one of your, your leads or clients does research, you want to make sure that what you're telling them checks out on the internet. So it says, enjoy the durability of laminate floors, easy to clean, they are, and resist scratches, wear and tear better than hardwood. It's true. Um, they, they are actually, you know, un unless you're taking a knife to them and hardwood's going to scratch too. So um, this is a nice, elegant, and there's, there's this, a set of these uh, for open house, and there's a set of them for showings. You can, this is the showing one, and it says, welcome to your new home. All you have to do is click on them and print them off, um, and then buy the, these on Amazon or at Walmart or Target, um, wherever you want to. But these are 8x10, so you might have to trim down the, because the, you're printing it off on 85 by 11 you might have to trim it down a little bit in order for it to fit. If you can find an acrylic holder that's um, 85 by 11 you're, then you don't have to do that. One less step. But these are really important if you, and, and here's when you should use them. So this is about talking about increasing leads and conversion, right? So a lot of people save these until after they get the listing. Big mistake. You take one of these in and you set it down uh, at your listing consultation. Now, the listing consultation slides that I have talk about signage, okay? So you want to look at those listing consultation slides, either incorporate them into your template um, or just print them off. They're simple uh, and straightforward and, and you want to print off your listing, your slides for so that your clients have something, your leads have something to touch. It is a tactile experience uh, when you're nervous about choosing a real estate agent. Do not use just your device. And then you're in control and that's a bad thing. Anytime you're in control, when somebody's feeling vulnerable, they're really not interested, they're distracted, all right? So you wanna give them something to hold, to touch. You wanna use the power of the pen, because if I take this pen and I move it across the screen, you're watching the pen, not me, right? So that, it's psychology, right? So I love that stuff. So you're watching the pen, you take the pen and you point to the, you know, you look at this and say, you know, welcome to your new home. This is an example of the type of marketing that I do. Look here, we talk about the fact that yes, you have laminate floors, but who cares? Because you know what? They're more scratch resistant and easier to clean than hardwoods. So who wouldn't want to do that? So what we're going to do is we're going to set one of these right up here in your kitchen, along with another sign that talks about your beautiful uh, view from your kitchen sink. So we're going to promote and help anyone who does a showing to help those buyers who are walking through your home be able to better understand the value and why you fell in love with this home. You know what? They're going to be signing before you finish that sentence. 
that's how you do a listing consultation. Okay? So take marketing examples, grab some stuff from Power Words, Power Profit, grab the really cool Sunflower Open House Invitation, um, grab these. There's a bunch of stuff there um, under that section of how to get um, homeowners to select you, how to get sellers to select you. All this stuff is there, and under you have a listing. Now what? So there's another thing that takes five minutes to print those off and pop them into those acrylic holders to use when you're going to your listing consultations and then finally to use them when you're actually, you know, you get that listing. So um, I know this is off topic, Kim says, but I'd like to create some door hangers. Okay, um, I have opinions. Uh, do I have to hire a company that makes them or is there a DIY way? Okay. So Kim, um, answer your question, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll make you some on Canva if you really wanna do that. Here's the question, people, well, it's not a question, the first is a statement. People hate door hangers. So the likelihood of that door hanger being ripped off the door and thrown away is 80%. So do you wanna spend your money there or do you think it'd be better to spend it on a couple of Facebook ads? We can do some whiteboard videos, uh, and do some Facebook ads, you can target your market specifically and you can hit thousands of people as opposed to maybe a couple hundred with a door hanger. Where do you want to spend your money? Think about that. Door hangers don't really work. Now, if you want to give someone a piece of direct mail, because someone said, does direct mail really work? Um, it does, right? But it's going to be the right direct mail. So if you want to send someone information, <laughs> um, and you want to make an impression, then you, I don't have an example, um, then you, what you would do is you would take a Power Words, Power Profit, um, and it, I'm assuming you're going after listings, um, you would take a Power Words, Power Profit, there's a letter, which um, on, in the library, there's at least three letters um, that you would send out um, once every seven days, um, no more than 10, because um, you want to make sure that uh, that you stand uh, that story of a neighbor who sent out three or four pieces of marketing and then dropped off the face of the earth. Uh, and then she showed up again. And I'm like, yeah, it's, so this is called consistency. If you want to truly brand yourself and keep it to the top of people's minds, you can't have a ton of time pass by. They're inundated with information. So um, they may not open or they may not look at everything, but they'll probably look at two out of four things that you mail them. So you would start with, you know, say a Power Words, Power Profit letter, um, and you know you'd basically you know mail print it off on nice paper. That's another thing that's happening a lot is people are using this is copy paper, so it's not very thick. It's not very bright either. So this is I think 92 brightness. You want 94 or 96 brightness on your paper if you're going to use you know flimsy uh, paper. If you're going to use a, a 24 pound paper, which is thicker, feels more quality. Or what I advise is actually using stationery. Spend. I know you, know you can probably get it on Amazon. I have never looked. I usually go down to Staples and, and spend the equivalent of a million dollars, okay, 15 or 20, for some really pretty uh, embossed, you know, uh, cream-colored paper with matching envelopes, so Chris. And now I'm going to open that because it looks pretty. I don't care if it's you. That's pretty, right? You spent some money on this. What's the first impression I'm going to have of you? Wow quality stuff. I wonder if she or he would market my home that way, right? If you just send out a letter in a security envelope, um, I might have one here. 
Nope. Um, I pulled a letter, but not, not a security envelope. If you just send that out and, and it doesn't look quality, then it says, one, I'm not successful. I can't afford really nice stationery. Two, it says, hey, if I can cut corners, I'm going to cut corners. So when you go in and try to get 3% or 6% for selling their home, um, they're going to be like, well, all you're going to use is crappy paper, so what's the big deal? So you have no idea. Here you are, you put all this effort into a letter or a door hanger, and um, what kind of impression, how is that person receiving that message? And it's not the way you expect it all. As a matter of fact, you're doing more damage to your brand than, than good. J uh, John asked, some neighborhood associations don't allow, well, that's the other thing about door hangers. Um, people on next door go off in my neighborhood when we go to get door knobbed. Yeah, door knobbed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so if you are prestigious, then we definitely need to go with higher quality paper um, and and uh, do something more elegant. As a matter of fact, if you want to work on, we can take the same content from um, the the uh, power library and make it a little bit uh, more formal at the top and, and you know, um, take some color out of it, basically, is what you would do. So um, that's important. So got the showing signs. Um, again, this is like what you can do in 60 minutes. So you could stop by the store and pick up some, some high-quality paper. Now, the other thing that, that I've noticed people try is uh, um, to handwrite. And uh, unless you have really good handwriting, I'm not girly handwriting. I have terrible handwriting. I've actually been accused of having man's, like the worst man's handwriting. I, someone actually said that. Wow, your husband has really bad handwriting. And I'm like, I wrote that. Well, that Catholic school didn't help. Uh, <laughs> so, so what you want to do, your, your best bet is to use Arial font, A-R-I-A-L, or Calibri, C-A-L-I-L-I-B-R-I. Calibri, those are the two most readable fonts, um, and and type it. It's quick, it's easy, but you don't have to type it because I've already typed it for you. Um, and I don't use a lot of color. Uh, I have a photo. You wouldn't use your photo on your formal stuff, Kim, um, but you would use a, a script font, and you would sign it, right? So all, um, most of you, well, maybe not all of you, because some of you are new, will receive, if you haven't already, a letter from me. And um, it's going to have a power agent sticker so that you can put it on the back of your laptop. And the, not, on, not anyplace else, put it on the back of your laptop. Why? Because you're going to go to the coffee shop and you're going to set your laptop down and you're going to sip your coffee and you're going to spend 15 minutes. Another way to get more leads, guys, without doing much of anything. They're going to see that power agent sticker on there and they're going to be like, what's a power agent? You know, smile at people, be friendly, talk to people, and they're going to ask you, what's a power agent? And then you can say, well, uh, I actually, no, don't tell them that, oh, this is my marketing, you know, consultant's uh, sticker she gave me. Um, instead, uh, say, well, um, I use um, powerful marketing techniques that differentiate me from other agents so that your uh, home buying or home selling experience stands out from uh, all the other homes that are out there. That's what you do with that power agent sticker. So, oh, good, Beth. I'm glad you got it. So, <laughs> well, the, it would be, yeah, I see your point. So, open your laptop, turn it around, and put it on the right way, because if you close it, it's not facing right side up. <laughs> um, it's not black. It's uh, purple and green. Oh, you mean the, the laptop is black. It doesn't show up well. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, sorry. 
I didn't. I have a silver laptop, white laptops. Um, but good to know. I don't have a way to tailor that. I'll have to think about that. Thank you. Um, okay, so voicemail messages showing signs, and then the last one is Facebook. Now I know that I really can't get through an episode of these without talking about Facebook, and there's good reason for that. Um, it has 1.6 billion people, and I'm pretty much guaranteed that. I can guarantee that your buyers and seller leads are there. <laughs> and so um, because they're there, I want you to do a couple of things. Um, so first of all, on your personal page, remember when you post something, everybody's going to, they're going to find you, right? If they see your name on a sign or they see your name somewhere else, um, they're going to Google you and you're going to show up on Facebook. So whatever is on your post is your brand. So if you're swearing, frustrated, pissed off at somebody, sad, sad is usually okay, but you can't really be swearing and, and, and being annoyed um, because what that does is it scares people. They don't want to work with somebody who goes off on something, right? So you can hide those posts or you can shut down security on your personal page. The problem with that, if you shut down security on your personal page, is that then people can't really... They can see that you're there, but they can't really learn about you, so do they walk away? The best way to <clears throat> help them, and I know some of you don't even have one of these on your personal page, and it's an intro section. <clears throat> and we talked about this um, a couple of episodes ago, and it's just this part, right? So you don't need to provide a ton of information, you know, where you went to school, how many kids you have, what your marital status is. Delete that stuff. Nobody, nobody needs to know that, okay? Um, it's distracting and remember your personal page is the entry to your business page so on here up here I say you know passionate marketing consultant and dog lover see more at SOS Inc marketing where we are right now Facebook business page you have to say Facebook business page so they understand where to go um, and and that's where they're gonna learn more about me and then I give my position and my and my company name <coughs> and if they click on website they go to my website Exactly, Beth. Nothing political. <coughs> Excuse me. So um, that's important. Uh, and and so the worst thing you can do, though, is have this, right? So this is wor wor the worst, better, and then this is too much. So you want to make sure that you don't get too involved in yourself. Because the more that you talk about yourself, the less you're talking about them. So ultimately, you want to focus on what you want people to learn about you in 40, 40 characters or less. It's not very much space. It's probably 120 actually. So this is the first place, right? So this will take you two seconds. All right, a minute uh, to do that. And then I can help you with this. Um, and I showed these um, a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago. And oops, only Kelly doesn't have her phone number. Right. Kelly, we got to fix that. Um, but uh, these are the Facebook uh, covers. On your business page, your Facebook covers should, should either indicate how you help people, show a home of something, right? So um, stay away from weird graphics or darkness, right? Darkness is, um, it makes people, it, it may look artistic, but it's not a good way, either on your personal cover or on your business cover. I recommend that you use the same cover on your business page, 
well, let me reverse that. On your personal pages, you do your business page. So Rochelle would use this on both pages. Lorraine, you should have this on both pages. And Kelly, you should have this on both pages. I really wish the sun was shining on those pictures. Um, <clears throat> so the idea here is, is that you do not want to do this, right? Because he's just all over the place. Me, 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 brokerage, brokerage. So um, you want to show the homes or you want to paint like in Lorraine's. Um, this is her fall one. Um, you want to you paint the the environment. What's desirable about living in New England? Fall. It certainly isn't winter. So um, with fall, it's it's beautiful. The the thing that you have to watch out for is um, the amount of detail, right? So here's a home. I don't know if you can see it. A home in Denver, and this is the Denver skyline with the mountains, and then there's Rochelle's picture with the brokerage. So you can see here that you know she's in real real estate. One of the biggest mistakes we make is that our personal pages don't rec reflect um, our business uh, core. And the problem with that is, and I shared that story uh, last week, is the um, individual who is wildly successful um, sitting down at dinner with some friends, and her uh, and the friend saying, "Oh yeah, I referred. You know, I finally found a real estate agent for you know Susie." And, he, and he's sitting there going, what? And it's like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot you were in real estate. Well, if, they, if he had had a Facebook cover that had a brokerage and had that message on there, she would have remembered because she would have seen his other posts. And so you have, this is a constant reminder. I would also advise that you spend once a month, we mix it up. You know, it, it you know, mix up the picture, uh, move some stuff around, change up the colors, and here's why. Because every time that you upload a new cover or a photo, so your profile shot here, um, it, Facebook brings it up and shows it to all your newsfeed. Well, not all of your newsfeed, but the newsfeeds that are interested. And what that does is it gets you the visibility of saying, hey, don't forget, I'm in real estate. And that's important uh, on your personal page to remind your friends you're in real estate. Uh, Kim asked a question, what about a park pick? There's one near me that's a botanical garden type place. I've not really figured out what to put it as my background. So what I would do, and Kelly and I have worked on this because the Discovery Park is in her, her neighborhood. Um, you have to find signage of the botanical garden, some sort of signage that says what this thing is. Because if I'm new to the area, I'm not going to know what that is or where it's located. So what we would have to do is, you'll notice several of these, they're all augmented with text, right? There's a little bit of text there to help you out. Usually it's a tagline or something that talks about, you know, the neighborhoods that you represent. And so if you did the botanical garden, if that's a park that everybody would recognize, then you'll find that signage, right, where it says, you know, so-and-so's botanical park, um, and, and take a picture, but don't take a picture of the grass. <laughs> Uh, what we could do is take a picture of the sign and then um, take pictures of, you know, uh, probably only three um, different things, different flowers, different plants, whatever. And then in Canva, we can stack them and then have that and uh, have the botanical garden sign and your name and call to action. Uh, your profile shot will be on the other side um, and uh, maybe a map, a Google map. So there's a lot going on there, too, maybe too many bowling balls. But um, that's my new phrase, guys. <laughs> but the idea would be uh, much like with Kelly's, she has a picture of two different homes, 
right? Two different styles of homes. One's more condo townhouse and one's a really cool looking, I think that's a hip roof, the one that swings down like that. Um, so uh, we can combine pictures, but you usually what that does is create um, busyness in the background so it's hard to put fonts on top of it. So what I typically do is shrink those down a little bit like I did with Rochelle's and, uh, and, and make them a border and then put the brokerage and, and a picture of you. Now we've swapped that out. Um, because, well, actually we kept this and swapped out her profile picture to be a caricature. So um, you don't want the, you don't want to do what this dude did, which is he didn't understand that in Facebook, your profile shot, if you've already included it on your cover, is a little bit too much of you. So um, that's, that's the background on that. So again, to review, email signatures, take a quick photo of you working, doing something, you know, friends, get grab somebody, go sit down at a, at a wooden table, any table, look busy. And, and again, um, you know, I think Kelly's pictures, um, she, she did an excellent job. Notice how he's pointing, he's asking a question. She's leaning over to him and looking at his question. And, you know, even if they were looking at each other, that would be good too, or looking at the paper. So that's a really great working shot. Uh, and then, of course, I love the sold one because that shows success. Um, how do you get that many pics on the profile? Oh, no, it's um, it's Canva. C-A-N-V-A. And if you want me to, Kirk, I'll, I'll create your Canva uh, Facebook po um, cover. I, you know, I do it for other people. So um, the idea here is, is that you just upload them in Canva. Uh, it says upload button on the left. Upload, you bring them in, and you just drag them in, and then resize them <clears throat> to create Canva. And Cam Canva's a blast, so you've got to go play with it. <laughs> it does sound like a lot of bowling balls. So I would prefer to go, um, you know, with, um, I like Rochelle's uh, because I like the colors. I think the colors mix well, and it's bright and, and nice. But I, I think my favorite is Lorraine's because the colors all complement each other. Um, the, the thing that she has, her profile picture is of a home, I think, some sort of a home, so that she can put her face here. So that's the only balance you really need to, your gotcha, is that your, whatever your profile picture is, it shouldn't be on your cover as well. All right, guys, we are at the end of the hour. I hope you found this helpful. Thumbs up. Was this good? Did, did, uh, was it helpful? So you can do all of these things. Um, and, and you can do them all within an hour, five things you could do in an hour. Thank you. Um, and if you need help with any of them, you need me to, you know, review anything, I'm happy to do that. But I just want to make sure that you do these five things, seriously, five things in 60 minutes that will change your brand. So it's just so important. And thank you so much for the likes. I appreciate you coming here and, and please let other agents, if you, if you have agents that you know aren't part of your brokerage, it doesn't matter. We're all here to help each other, right? So you know, when you see my posts about these Facebook Live sessions, share them with other agents. Help them learn how to improve their business. And who knows, maybe you'll make a new friend. So, um, you know, you guys have a, a great uh, weekend. It is the, the you know, Thursday, thank goodness. Uh, and if you have any questions, feel free to either message me here on Facebook or send me uh, an email at pam at powerwordspowerprofit. Now, go log in and grab some stuff off the power library and start using it, okay guys? Thanks again, appreciate it, and look forward to seeing you guys soon. Take care.